1: see here on the humble farmer you know that you're getting right up there in years when you've never heard of most of the people who are very very famous Harry Allen. I didn't need to tell you that. I played that. I was thinking of Don Don. Don Don would have enjoyed standing on a platform playing that tune with Harry Allen. We are sorry to read that a young man just shot himself in the hand, but of course we're not surprised. We are grateful, however, for our friends with guns. For the next few months, our friends with guns will fill to overflow in the newspaper space that, in the winter, is used to tell us about snowmobiles going through the ice. Does this shooting business remind you of Bubba telling Forrest Gump about all the wonderful ways you can cook shrimp? Remember that? You can shoot yourself in the knee. You can shoot yourself in the foot can shoot yourself in the toe. The most revealing part of this article was, well, the letters beneath it. Here's one of them here. And this is what it said, I'm going to read it to you. The letter said, the liberal dumbing down of America continues. Why do we need NRA, Firearms Safety Courses in school? This." Is why? Have you heard that big-box stores plan to arm employees to make shopping a safer experience for customers? Is it really true that the Girl Scouts in Wisconsin want their members to carry sidearms while they're out selling cookies? Here's another letter that was beneath that same article. Listen to this letter. When I was a corrections officer in Connecticut, A man-trained, retired gunsmith was working on a friend's gun, trying to get it unjammed, when it went off, went through his ceiling and killed his girlfriend, who was sleeping upstairs in her apartment. She died instantly, and now he is serving a life sentence. I guess these things happen. End of the quote. What happened to the good old days when you could write things like this and? sell it to the newspapers as satire. It was Mr. Hanson that I met at a radio meeting, who told me that every 15 minutes you are supposed to tell your radio friend what station he or she is listening to, and who you are and why you're there. I'm the humble farmer. It's time for me to tell you that you are listening to me play old-fashioned music just for you, which I do hear every week at this time on your favorite station, and I always have to throw in there with any luck at all, because there are sometimes extenuating circumstances. You might guess that I'm speaking from experience here. The secret of keeping a woman happy is not insisting that she stop scraping paint and climb down off the ladder, even though it's mealtime. You might guess that I'm speaking from experience here. The secret of a happy marriage is freedom in the truest tea-party sense of the word. The alpha partner does what she jolly well pleases, and if you don't want to get trampled, stand back and get out of the way. Now, vital, small, small Hoesham, them, so theyweet,
0: like a jelly on the plate, My mama wanted to know last night. Say, why okay, boys are nice? Every boy in the neighborhood Don't shimmy it's understood. I know I'm little, let every shimmy like a sister not No job in shimmy like a sisters Oh, booty, booty, Oh baby, oh baby, you see me like a suit to no jobbing. I see me like a suit to oh.
1: Jimmy, like my sister Kate, while eating a very late breakfast, I chanced upon the Murray Show. Murray Murray Show. If you would watch a few minutes of this Murray, your first impression might be that its purpose is to reinforce in the minds of viewers the stereotype of a certain class of uneducated, shiftless. People. And quite frankly, after watching that program, I would not want the people I saw screaming at each other on that show living next door to me, or even in my town. Be that as it may, next week my wife and I plan to discontinue our cable television and return to the television company all of the little black boxes and assorted switches that facilitate their offerings of cultural enrichment. It is my understanding that we can buy a television screen that we can hook to the Internet. I'll be able to watch Yale lectures on philosophy. I understand that this screen will have its own antenna which will enable my wife to watch her morning weather report on the local TV channel. And You tell me this, why she cannot completely discontinue the television aspect of our day and get her weather every morning from the Internet still escapes me. Now, you probably know all about how to do this. You could tell me what to do. The purchase of a new $200 Internet Adaptable Television set is a significant investment in our home. So I do want to get it right the first time. And if I do find out how to do it, I'll pass that information along to you next week as a public service. I've, I'm looking online. I've found some websites that, that purport to tell how to do it. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. And, of course, I'd love to hear from you. That was kind of quick there. I think that was Coleman Hawkins. Sounded to me like that song, Tell Me How to Get Out of This World, That's Where Everything Is. Didn't it sound like, wasn't there a song named that? I don't know. You do. We read that long-time homeowners fear there may be little they can do to stop Popham Beach erosion. Outside of building a dike, wouldn't you say that they are right? You've read that recent projections suggest a possible sea level rise over the 21st century of between 22 and 79 inches. That's that, two to five feet It's going to go, go Wow. Because you know this, you know, you can Google up all kinds of information about the rise in sea level, and sooner or later you will be able to find some scientific facts that agree with what you want to believe. You'll probably discover, however, that although experts differ on the amount of rise, they all agree that sea level is rising and that places like New Orleans and Key West probably won't even be here in a couple of centuries. Oscar Peterson, of course. Niels Hennin. Orsted Peterson on bass, of course. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. You know, with any luck at all, I'm here every week at this time playing old-fashioned music just for you. I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. For over 20 years, I have written and broadcast tens of thousands of words describing in detail how to survive being married to a person who must control everything. As you know, it can be done if one is wimpy enough, and, outside of not being allowed to contribute to our economic well-being since 1994, I see absolutely nothing bad about having passed my golden years in an environment resembling that of a laboratory animal's. For example, although I had my shower before she did this morning, for the first time in months, she had to mention that I had not yet had my breakfast, and that I'd better get at the income tax, because tomorrow I had to buy new back tires for the car. These controlling people are never satisfied. They are compulsive organizers and planners. They can and will tell you what they and you are going to do every day for the next week. And as the years pass, you forget how to hang a wash, do dishes, or make a bed. And after being relieved of the onerous burden of thinking for a few de- few years, your, your ability to do simple household tasks or make a decision atrophies and and becomes as useful as your appendix. You see, most discontent in households is the fault of those who are unable or unwilling to simply say nothing or respond with a smile and, and, yes, dear, in case you tuned in late. May I explain? The key to a happy marriage is compatibility. I'm compatible with my wife, Marcia, the almost perfect woman, because she is happy running the whole show, and I'm happy to let her do it. You've seen marriages between two laid-back people, and you know they do not work. Their house has fallen down round their ears. There are old lawnmowers and inoperative snowmobiles surrounded by weeds in their front yard, and a percentage of their children board with grandma. You've also seen marriages between two people who promise each other that they will share in the division of labor in their home. Aren't they the ones who are divorced after two or three years because of irreconcilable differences? The differences being that neither one will accept the responsibility of saying nothing or, yes, dear, So if, with these few words, I have helped you understand some of the marriages you've puzzled about for years, you've made me happy. To give control in people that do, they do make excellent caregivers for those who are senile and elderly. And those who marry them at a young age won't even realize that they are senile and elderly when they actually do get there. I was thinking I was going to hear Bix, so I thought I had the wrong thing on there. I says that ain't Bix, what am I doing here? Humble farmer here. Well, we still got another? We still got another 20 minutes. Thank you for hanging in here. I've been married for over 20 years, and I do not argue with my wife. You've heard me talk about this. If I don't say anything to my wife, she very often changes her mind, which... To my mind, makes her a very reasonable woman. In other words, my wife really doesn't care which way the matter is decided, as long as she is the one who has done the deciding. I don't remember of seeing my mother and father argue, so I never learned the basics. And in later years, I could never see that anyone came out the better for one of those unpleasant discussions. But you know this, there are people who love to stand toe-to-toe and try to bring others around to their side of an issue. They see it as a challenge, not my thing. Not that I don't talk about things concerning the human condition that interest me, that I hope will interest you, but from 35 years of speaking my mind here on the radio, and years of writing for newspapers, I simply unload it. Here, for your consideration, is what I think, for what it's worth. But I see bickering every day in my favorite newspaper blog, where people chew back and forth. Yeah, 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 So don't you. And from my reading... I believe I figured out something that you were certainly aware of a long time ago, and that is, which of any two parties has put forth the most forceful presentation? It is the one who doesn't feel that he or she has to have the last word. Allen here on The Humble Farmer, who is not impressed by mindless guitar noodling. So few people can play solos, and so many try. Joe Cohn with Harry Allen had something to say. Interesting, make you laugh, you're listening, you wonder how way he came up with those things. Hard, hard, hard thing to do. Thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer. With any luck at all, I'm here on your favorite radio station every week at this time playing old-fashioned music just for you, and seeing as I'm saying nasty things here about people, I might as well continue in that line with a little nasty commentary here on the level of literacy in Maine. Perhaps you have read that your favorite newspaper deletes some posts that readers post on the newspaper's blog page, and that this deleting business has upset a few contributors. Editors at the newspaper are blamed. But think about this. In this day and age, would it be far-fetched to believe that the posts were automatically deleted by an ignorant machine that could make no sense out of the syntax and orthography? Thank you. Who was that? Earl Hines? Very well could have been. Grand Terry Sheffield, Earl Hines, whom I was fortunate enough to see in 1957 in San Francisco. One of those things you don't forget, seeing Earl Hines and Pops Foster. A word about the economic possibilities of the Zumba case. A reader writes, "'Ever hear of the book Platon Place or the book Inn at the Crossroads about Newport, Maine? "'If they write a book, it will be a bestseller like these other two were back in the fifties. "'People just love to read dirt about their neighbors and try to figure out who's who.'" To my way of thinking, that comment was pretty close to the mark. If you don't think people would buy a book about the famous Kennebunk Zumba case, try to find one television program you want to watch when you have 500 channels to choose from. I saw Peyton Place when I was going to school in Rochester, New York. And I cried when I saw some of my neighbors in the film. And I saw the railroad tracks in South Thomaston five miles from my house. And I saw the pond in Rockport. and And I saw the Boston bus in Camden that headed toward Bangor instead of Boston when it pulled out. Don't expect to see anything like that in the Zumba movie. Terry, who lives on that back street in Bath that floods in the wintertime because the drain is plugged, a couple of houses from our friend Gina, Brad Terry whistling, playing clarinet, no time to tell you about Georgie Peas or the Bushins or anything, I'm going to have to do that next week, thank you, thank you for listening to The Humble Farmer, with any luck at all I'll be here next week same time here on your favorite station playing old-fashioned music just for you. I am the humble farmer at gmail.com and I'd love to hear from you.